Hello, my precious podcast princess. Yes, you know me, I love alliteration, so why would today be any different? Welcome back to Happy Mind Podcast, you lovely, lovely lady, and hopefully you can repeat these statements after me with purpose and passion and real conviction that you can take these forward, put them into your own life, and really believe them for yourself. So, no more anxiety, no more insecurity, no more fear, and no more self-doubt. Here is to your happy mind. Welcome to episode eight. Oh my gosh, hello and welcome back. I'm so glad you're here and today, I'm gonna be really honest, I just recorded 20 minutes of a podcast, paused it, deleted it, and I'm starting again because I just had an overwhelming urge to share this with you. And there is a statement that if it feels a little bit icky or it feels a little bit nerve-wracking, it feels a bit scary, you need to do it. And I'm taking my own advice and as I said in my honest Q&A on my Facebook group, I said, you know, do things scare me? Yes, but I do them anyway. This podcast is exactly that. I do feel a little bit nervous, I do feel a little bit vulnerable, but I think it's so important that I do this and that I go with my intuition and I go with my gut and I listen to this voice inside me that is saying, come on Sam, you need to share this. So, so many people in my social media community, my Facebook group, my Instagram, and all over my website, I constantly get questions about my story, about where I've come from and why I'm doing what I do. I've had radio interviews, um, the magazines constantly asking me, what is my background and why am I where I am now? How have I got to this point? And for me, the whole reason that I do what I do, the reason I started this business, the reason I've started this amazing podcast is so that you really do feel loved, supported, empowered, inspired, but most of all, motivated that you can really do this for yourself and you can really start to make those changes. And for some of you, you will then use this as an opportunity to get in touch with me and say, Sam, I need you to help me. I need you to coach me and I need you to help me sort my life out. Some of you will listen to this podcast and it will be enough to give you that tiny push in the right direction. Some of you will listen to this podcast and know someone that it can really help and you will know someone that needs to listen to this to learn and become empowered and feel like they are not alone. So this really for me was just so important. I had to just scrap what I was doing and come on and be really honest with you, share my story, share my journey and really hope that it does fill you with comfort but also real power and strength and courage that you can get to this point that I'm at now and it's not just for me it's not just for someone that has decided they want to take their life to the next level all of us are capable and able to make these amazing changes so this podcast is all about me my anxiety and where I am now and ultimately why should you trust me so all of my clients that work with me work with me because they trust me they trust my story they trust trust my experience and they ultimately trust my judgment and my coaching and what I'm offering and my support and whenever I share my story I know that it always uplifts people and allows them to realize that they're not alone and I will never ever get bored of that I will never get bored of someone feeling like they are loved feeling like they matter and feeling like they are not alone. Why do I do this? Because I want every single woman to be able to overcome anxiety and thrive in their life just as they deserve. 
So this podcast, I really want it to sink in for you. I wish I could actually come and give you a cuddle. I wish I could just wrap you in my arms and say, you are not alone. You are not on your own. This isn't a struggle you have to face alone. And there are solutions. There is a better way out. You do not have to feel like this forever. Please, please know that. So for me, where did anxiety begin and how have I got to this point? So I have a twin brother and I was brought up with a mum and dad and my dad was quite a few years older than my mum and he hadn't had children yet and then he had me and my brother in one go so he had one of each and we were his everything and he really really did idolise us. My mum and dad were both very, very ambitious. They both worked really hard. My dad then owned his own company with a partner and my mum was very, very high up in her job. And we were brought up with really, really hardworking parents. And when we were quite young, my mum and dad separated and my mum left the family home because she worked shifts and my dad worked nine to five. So he stayed at home with me and my brother. And when we were 14, my dad went in for a routine operation and he had to have gallstones removed. So he went in in the summer holidays. So for anyone not in the UK, our summer holidays are six weeks long from July to August. And we were about to go back and start our GCSEs. And there were some complications. So my dad spent three weeks in hospital and he didn't come home. He didn't survive the operation. Um, He got pneumonia and he died in hospital. So for me, at age 14, about to start my GCSEs um, and my mum have to come and move back into our family home. And obviously coming home from the hospital and you know, that be it. My dad's room, everything was still where it was left and he wasn't coming home. So for me, that was 100% the biggest realisation that I will ever have, that life is one, precious, but two, brutal, brutal. And I will never, ever be able to put into words what that felt like to watch my dad take his last breath at age 14 and not be able to do anything about it I will never be able to explain the hurt and the you know just absolutely turn my world upside down so that was probably the start of when I really knew that bad things could happen and that you are exposed to such sadness so then Me, my mum and my brother went through a really difficult time because, of course, we were grieving for our dad and my mum couldn't give us our dad and she didn't have the answers, we didn't have the answers, we were teenagers anyway, hormones, you know, it was a really difficult period, but we all did our best. Um, I then, we both finished school, I went to college, my brother got an apprenticeship, I then went to university and along this journey, from my teenage years, anxiety for me was something that I felt all the time but I didn't quite realise that that's what it was, I didn't realise that's what it was, I just thought that I was maybe insecure, not as confident as I'd like to be and worry about everyone else, I was a real people pleaser, I wanted to impress everyone I wanted to make sure that everyone was happy and that I was liked by everyone, I was accepted by everyone. I wanted to make sure that everybody knew that I was this lovely person and I was really, really aware of that and I definitely know that those intense 
traits started to get stronger the older I got you know when I got a mobile phone and I could text if someone didn't text me back I would actually send more texts to check that they got my text and if they still didn't text me back I then would text and find excuses to call them just to check that they were still my friend so it did get progressively worse the older I got then I went to university and I had a really great time at university I've made some amazing friends and I loved the university experience but my anxiety was always there and I always wanted to be the best at everything. And if I wasn't, I just didn't want to do it. I didn't want to risk looking silly. I didn't want to risk looking weak and not looking my very best and people being able to judge me. I was so concerned about all of those things. I think I was just exposed from a very young age for being different because I then became the young teenager who had lost their dad School was really, really hard. It was really difficult to get through school. I did cry more than I'd ever cried before. I had some amazing friends along the way and I lost them along the way as well. And we had differences and, you know, it was a really, really hard time. And teenage life is hard enough as it is. And then to have that thrown in the mix definitely, definitely exacerbated all of that for me. Then I you know, had boyfriends and all of my boyfriends, I worried that they would leave me. We'd have an argument. I thought it was the worst thing ever. They wouldn't love me anymore. We wouldn't stay together. I'd get left on my own. What would I do? Just all of the panic set in constantly. I was constantly felt panicked and worried and fearful. When I was 21, my mum decided that she wanted to um, move to Jamaica and start a new life with her new husband and sold our family home to move to Jamaica and start a life with him. And that was obviously really, really hard for me and my brother. And he had to move to um, Scotland to be with his girlfriend. They're now married with three beautiful children. And I was again left here now that was no one's fault and I'm not in any way saying it was but in terms of my circumstances and my um, anxiety I had repeated situations that were out of my control that I was left and I was on my own and I felt that helpless feeling and when I was 21 I then moved in with a friend whilst I was at university and had to work practically full-time then I moved in with my boyfriend and his parents at the time then I moved in with my uni friends then I moved in with my friend my one of my best friends and her parents so in the space of two years I'd moved you know four or five times and it was really really difficult as well as trying to finish my degree graduate which I did graduate with the first which I'm so proud of myself for and then have to start a teaching job it was really, really hard, constantly moving around. I didn't really have a home. I didn't feel settled. So from the age of maybe 20, 21, I just didn't really feel settled. I didn't feel like I belonged anywhere. I didn't have a family at home. I didn't have a family to come home to. I had to be very independent and very confident in my own life and my decisions because I was on my own. And while that has taught me so much, it did definitely make my anxiety much more intense and much worse for a really long period of time and when I met my now husband my anxiety just went through the roof to a point that I never thought I could reach every time I had an anxiety attack I thought it's the worst it could ever get and then it just continued to get worse and if you know those feelings oh my gosh please please let me know and message me and let me know that I'm not alone. <laughs> I'm not the only one that had those feelings that my friends were never going to text me back and I was going to get left on my own and I'd made up make up reasons to text them that your boyfriend would just break up with you and again, you were the worst person in the world and you'd never find someone else to be with. You know, please let me know if you relate to this at all, you lovely lady that is listening to this. So I then, my anxiety got 10 million times worse and 
I finally found someone that I loved so dearly that if they left me, I just don't know how I would cope. And the anxiety was so, so prevalent all the time. He couldn't go out without me having a week's notice. If he did go out and I didn't know where he was, I thought that he'd been killed. He had to go away with work once and I actually thought he'd been kidnapped and held for ransom. And I actually found his, someone he works with from Facebook, messaged them at six o'clock in the morning, got them to call me and I was absolutely beside myself. I then had to go to work and I had to teach. So I was trying to teach and do and live with these emotions and this anxiety and it really did. It was, it absolutely controlled my life. It controlled my relationships. It controlled my friendships. I remember going to events with meeting friends that I didn't want to go to because I was really unwell, saying yes because I didn't want to let anyone down and being there and crying because I felt so unwell and just didn't feel myself. But I just didn't want to say no. I didn't want to let anyone down. So I was constantly spreading myself so thin. I had friends say to me, we don't see you as much because you're always with all these other people. We don't feel like we matter. But I was just trying to please everyone. I was trying to be everyone's best friend. And in the process, I lost friends because I couldn't be there for everyone all the time. I had to say no to things. Also, I would say yes to everything. Even if I was double booked, I would still say yes. And then I'd have to come up with a reason not to go near the time, even though I knew I was never going to be able to go, just because I didn't want to say no in the first place and upset anyone. So I'd just say yes to everything. And then I'd end up upsetting people anyway, because I couldn't go to everything. So when I think about it like that, my anxiety was literally everywhere all the time it made me lose sleep it just it took over my confidence it made me want to please everyone apart from myself I would constantly be ill I ended up with IBS so irritable bowel because my anxiety got so bad that I then couldn't go to the toilet and I had stomach pains stomach cramps and I just was so unwell it sounds ridiculous now when I say it but I know that there will be some of you out there in this situation I, my anxiety got so bad that I would get constant kidney infections because I was so run down and to the point that now one of my kidneys has structural damage because it was so inflamed at one point and I was so run down I had to go to hospital and have a drip. It was, you know, I got so unwell and I've had so many, I had so many infections. I had bladder infections, urine infections. I had such bad tummy and tummy problems, digestion problems. I was constantly ill. I had throat infections all the time. My health suffered massively massively. I used to have really bad migraines. So my anxiety made me feel, when I think about it now, I just cannot believe that that's even my life. I just honestly cannot believe I was in that situation and it affected me so gravely, so frequently. And the reason I'm sharing all of this, and I am leaving bits out, of course, because this isn't just about me and it's not just about my story. It's about how you can relate to this and how you can use this to fuel your journey forward in overcoming anxiety. And like I said, I have experienced a broken down marriage as a child, a loss of a parent unexpectedly, another parent moving away, a sibling moving away, heartbreak, as we all have with boyfriends or girlfriends, friendships breaking down, health issues, anxiety and panic attacks to the point I couldn't sleep or breathe properly, crying to the point that my face was swollen and I had a rash all over my face with sore, swollen red eyes. You know, we if you are listening to this and you can relate to this, please screenshot this and tag me on Instagram and let me know that this has resonated and related to you and you can really understand where I'm coming from. And ultimately, 
my message, why should you trust me? Okay, why should you trust me? That's a question. So why am I an anxiety coach for women? Why should you trust me? Because I have lived, breathed and suffered through this for so many years. And when I say this now, it actually makes me emotional because I genuinely know, I know how much it can control your life. I know how much it can control your relationships. I know how much it can affect your happiness and your confidence. I know how much it can affect your health. Anxiety is something that so many of us experience and we don't even know it. So like I said, when I was a teenager, I didn't even realize it was anxiety. I just thought that I felt insecure and maybe it was all in my head because I've been through such a traumatic childhood. But it's not. Anxiety is something that we all can experience and be affected by and have impact us in so many ways. And there's just not enough support and solutions. And the reason I coach women, the reason I write for mental health magazines, the reason I have this podcast, the reason that I want to empower you in my Facebook group and in my following and everywhere, the reason I want to talk to you, the reason I have this business, the reason I speak at big events, the reason I do any of it is because I want you to know, one, you should never be ashamed of your journey. Two, you should never be embarrassed about admitting that you have experienced anxiety in your life. Three, there are solutions and I have them. I will share them with all of you. There are solutions. Four, you are not alone. You are not alone. And five, there is always a better way. So wherever you are now, however anxiety affects you now, whatever your experiences are, there is a way forward. And ultimately, the other thing I really want to share with you is... There are so many people that I connect with that are coaches and empowering people and doing amazing things. But ultimately, the reason that you should trust me like you would anyone else is this is my story. None of it's made up. If anything, I've downplayed it for you. This is my life. These are my experiences. This is my journey. This is my background. No one can take that away from me. No one can change it. And I'm not ashamed of it at all. I am not embarrassed about my journey. I'm not at all in any way ashamed of how I've got to where I am now. The reason I experienced so many of these things and had this tough start and challenges along the way is to make me who I am now and allow me to serve you in the best way possible. To allow me to give you the support, the guidance, the love and the encouragement that you really need. That is my purpose and that is why I'm here. Anxiety does not have to control you. You are not defined by your anxiety and there are ways that we can move forward together. I promise you, honestly, my hand is on my heart right now. I wonder if you could, there, my hand is on my heart. I 100% genuinely mean this. If you want to take that next step and you want to take back your happiness, your confidence and your life, and you don't want anxiety to rule your mind, your emotions, your being, and you call me, email me, inbox me, DM me, Instagram me, whatever you do and say, Sam, I need to make things better for myself. I can guarantee, I can promise you, I promise you with my hand on my heart, you will not finish the coaching sessions with me feeling how you do now. I guarantee it. And you can speak to any of my clients, anyone I've had free conversations with. This is not something you have to live with forever. 
If this podcast has empowered you, inspired you, supported you, and given you love, and just that ray of sunshine that you need, the reason that I do what I do is so that you know you're not alone, and so that you know I love you, and I genuinely really do, I really hope that me sharing my vulnerability and my story with you, albeit for a short period of time, can just allow you to see the endless opportunities that are out there for you, and what you really can achieve, and you really do not have to feel like anxiety is winning or taking over or has all of the say inside of your decisions and your mind. That isn't the case. That isn't the case. And this is a very different podcast for me in terms of it's all about me, really. (laughs) And it's all about my journey. But ultimately, it's why I created a happy mind in the first place. And it's why I created my business. And for me, it's the crux of why I do what I do, because this is me this is my story, this is my journey, and it's made me who I am. And why should you trust me? Because I am me, 100% I'm being myself, and I'm honest with you. I will only ever share the truth with you, and I will only ever share real, genuine experiences. It's not about the science, it's not about the statistics, it's not about the books I've read, it's not about any of those things, it's about my journey and where I am now, and how I want you to get there as well. So I really hope that this podcast has given you a little bit of love, a bit of support, and an insight into where anxiety could be in your life now and how you can make changes so that things get better and you really can have your happy mind. If this has inspired you, I would love you to write me a review on iTunes, tag me on Instagram with a screenshot of this podcast, and just let me know that you've listened and that I've been able to offer you some comfort and love and support and guidance and empower you and motivate you and encourage you. That's ultimately what I want to do every single day. So that is my story with anxiety. And I really hope you have enjoyed listening to this with me. I've absolutely loved filming it for you. And I can't wait to see you on the next podcast. And I have some amazing topics to come up. So get ready for some more motivation, empowerment, and love from me to you. But for now, enjoy your weekend, my lovely, lovely lady. And never, ever forget how much I love you. And 100% I am here for you to support you, encourage you, and guide you on this journey to a better, happier mind. Bye for now, my lovely.